0: Two, one, two, three, four. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my
1: friends. The promise of adventure drives every RV journey. For those of you looking to launch life's journeys, I welcome all of you to the Where's Willie podcast, powered by Heartland RV a leading manufacturer of towable recreational vehicles in the United States. Harlan RV manufactures over 15 brands of fifth wheels, travel trailers, and toy haulers. Harlan RV brands are sold through an independent network of dealers throughout the United States and Canada. No matter how many miles you travel, we all have a story to share about our journey. I'm excited for all of you to learn about today's guests and their life's journey. So imagine this journey. Five kids a bulldog a mom and a dad not in a house but in an rv this is a nomadic lifestyle and no one makes it look easier than the proha family to which you can follow them on instagram oils and grace tribe and see just how they make memories and keep sanity in the comforts of their own heartland rv cyclone toy hauler ladies and gentlemen let me introduce you to Brett and Brittany. Welcome to the Where's Willie podcast.
2: Thank hey, you for thank having you us.
1: Okay, so before we get started and all the listeners and viewers just write you guys off as being crazy, this is <laughs> a pretty amazing life. So let's first just kind of give everybody some context. Oh, mic's.
0: Oh.
2: We can't hear you at well, all.
1: Your mic cut oh, out. Your mic. sorry. All right. So um, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, now we can. Yes. Okay. All I was doing was I was sending you guys some love and saying happy anniversary, 11 oh, years wait. married.
2: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Thank you. All right. So for... For all the listeners and the viewers, you know, what I always do on the Where's Willie podcast is we kind of get back to the start. So Brittany, Brent, before you two locked horns and fell in love and decided to be crazy and raise a beautiful family in an RV, where did you guys grow up? Where are you guys from? Kind of tell us your uh, life stories.
0: You wanna go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So I grew up in a little suburban t- Tacoma, Washington called University Place, and uh, Brent wasn't too far for me growing up, but we just grew up in uh, south of Seattle, about forty miles away. Um, great little community, small. Played a whole bunch of sports in high school: baseball, football, wrestled. Um, was very active in my younger, eight, younger years.
2: Younger years. <laughs> and
0: then just kind of uh, worked my way through like corporate world with in sales and stuff like that. And that's kind of how we met was through uh, work. So
2: yeah so I was I grew up in Puyallup, Washington, and um, it was like probably twenty minutes away from where Brent grew up. and um, mom, dad, sisters, uh, little brother. And um, I actually was homeschooled. I went to public school and I went to Christian school. but I like it was like every other year I was doing something different. and it has to do with my brain of just being like totally ADHD and all over the place and not being able to sit still, which yeah, totally accounts for our life now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Brent and I met, I got my first job. So, um, I was homeschooled in high school because I hated being stuck in a, uh, like a Class- like classroom all day long.
0: Yep.
2: And so when I turned 16, I got a job, and um, at Pac Sun, Pacific Sunwear of California, <laughs> and Brent was my manager, and
0: um, we just met, and then He
1: fell in left. love. The, Actually, rest he- <laughs> the rest is history. He got me
2: pregnant, and the rest is history. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's awesome. So again, you know, um, you know, every life's journey, you know, you got sunshine, you got rain, you got a few storms. Uh, you know, present day where you guys are at you know, so that I'm correct with everybody listening and and watching, you guys do live full time uh, in the toy hauler, correct? Yes. We've, this is, we're going on our our third third year. year. We
2: actually um, moved our whole family from the west side of Washington of the Cascades to the east side of the Cascades about seven years ago, I think. And we had a farm. Um we actually bought raw land and designed and built a custom house on raw land lived there american for a couple of years yeah the american dream and we just looked at each other one day and we were just like we're sitting on our deck and we're like what if we just like sold it all and lived in an RV <laughs> and
0: just traveled but and in some was, context too her parents had full time yeah, previous so we did. had gotten a little uh, bit of a taste yeah so we we Brett had already been a stay-at-home mom, and so I was working. So some one winter, Brett got a taste of traveling. Yeah, I, I got to
2: leave him in Spokane where it was six <laughs> feet of snow, and I got to go to California for the winter with the kids. So I was like, wow. this is nice. I yeah. like this.
0: So we got a taste of – she got a taste of that, and then – we had already kind of known some information of how to go about doing it. Yeah, so
2: like the best way, cheapest way and stuff. So we ended up just selling it. And that was uh, three years three ago, ago in February. February. And um, at first we did some Airbnbs before we actually ended up buying a trailer. And then we bought a trailer and um, we actually were in a Heartland Mallard um, before we got the Cyclone, which if anyone is familiar with those, they are uh-huh. tiny. lot well, small. It with so five kids and a dog in a uh, one bedroom, and so all of the kids um, slept in the living room area, and we converted it to their beds every night, and so it was crazy. Um, but we actually really, really enjoy tiny living uh, now that we have it. So we went from a 4,000 square foot house to 250 square feet, which is a lot. Lots.
1: Yes. And, and you know, and the one thing that you know, I really want to give you guys credit is you know you chose to do it before it was cool or before you didn't have any other option or a pandemic forced you to think differently yes. you know and I, and i think that the one thing that you know i just wonder why so many people hold back so what i don't want to do is badmouth the idea of the american dream yeah you know, but as i've been working in the rv industry meeting amazing people like you who I will say, or at least challenge everyone to give a little bit of pause and say, it's okay to have the mortgage, the picket fence, work Monday through Friday, get home by 6 PM, spend your two hours with the kids and then plan two weeks a month or two weeks a year to go on a family trip. But what I do see that is so intriguing. And I see that this pandemic has finally made people pause and question to say, you know, is it worth having a 5,000-square-foot home with six rooms and we only occupy three 90% of the time? Maybe we can let go of the having and we can be like the Proha family where every week they're opening their eyes and going out their front door to a beautiful landscape that we would dream of seeing. And they do this every single week. So in that context, you guys, you do an amazing job of, you know, you're both committed to the Lord. Uh, you guys are you know great examples to your children. Can you just talk about, as parents, what this lifestyle you feel as a mom and a dad has done for your children um, as opposed to maybe the other American dream that we know?
0: Well, that was one big thing, too, when we traveled, when before we hit the road, is we wanted our kids to experience different cultures, different areas. Because the thing is, is where our house and farm was. Was a very small community of population 3,700 people,
2: which isn't bad, which isn't bad, but, but right. sometimes people get stuck in like their hometown and they and are afraid to go out and ex- like actually see what this beautiful yeah. nation has to offer. So and
0: you don't realize how how blessed we are as Americans of all this beautiful landscape we have to explore, in
2: different landscape, and different
0: where it's in just the different families we've met and people we've met and cultures we've met. It's just, it's been honestly such a blessing. Cause our, like every time we go, we're, we're traveling somewhere different. I always make a point to tell whoever's riding with me, like, Hey, if we weren't doing this, we would never see this part of America. Cause yeah. especially this year, we saw a lot of the middle America where we probably, if we weren't traveling, we would have never seen.
2: Now yeah, we would have yeah. never used to go there. Yeah. So, yeah, and and our kids, um, so they were homeschooled before this. Previous, yeah. And um, now that we travel, our kids are around more kids now than they ever were when we had our farm because we were just so removed from, you know, everyone. So um, as far as, like, I, I hear, like, I get a lot of messages, like, are your kids social? Like, do they get to see other kids? And, like, if you were to look out our window right now, our kids are playing with, like, there's probably, kids. There's
0: probably literally 50 people right outside our radio. Yeah, right just, now. like,
2: they're doing, like, crafts craft and, and stuff like that. So our kids are definitely um, social now. Um, they get to meet all of these other families that are from all over, like, some are from California, Delaware, Wisconsin, like, all over the U.S. And they get to experience, you know that from them so we really wanted that and and we're not we're not to say that we never want a house again eventually we will end up you know getting a house again but we'll always have some sort of traveling in it and it's funny because prior to this our kids um like what they wanted to do when they grow up kind of changed like our nine-year-old she wants to get a jeep truck and go like travel around the the us <laughs> with like a tent and her dogs yeah and so it's just kind of funny to see like how that changes as opposed to just being like you know, stuck in one area and and staying there.
0: And we always ask our kids if they, if they're enjoying this, because once our kids stop enjoying this, we like, we would stop. Like we would not, we would not force them to do something like this. But
2: I will tell you, we were stuck in Airbnbs during COVID um, while we were getting this and they hated it. They're like, I want to go. Where can we go next? I want to travel. Like I don't like being here. (laughs) So it's kind of, they're still into it for now.
1: Well, and I'll tell you, too, I think what really intrigues me, again, coming from the outside, coming into this industry, you know, meeting so many different people from all backgrounds, you know, the one thing that, you know, I know of, if you look at the history of, you know, our three brands and being under Thor Industries umbrella, and if, you know, you guys have already been to like the RV Hall of Fame, people have been camping for decades, but now because of technology and social media, you know, now it's become cool or mainstream and more accepted. You know, maybe before when you were a camper, you were kind of a weirdo.
2: Yeah. And
1: now it's being embraced as like, oh, you own a home. Oh
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, so because of that, yeah. you know, yeah. and you guys have grown, you know, so popular. I mean, you got tens of thousands uh, in your following. What would be would if you guys were to say over the last few weeks or months, and I'm sure it just pff, shot you know, through the pandemic, what are like the most asked questions about this lifestyle that you guys get? Like Brittany, Brent, you know, can your kids play sports or, you know, how do you guys go on a date or, you know, what are probably the most common questions that you guys get repeated?
0: So, I mean, for us, one is how do you afford it? Mm -hmm. How do you, that's like the huge one. How How can, how can we make this happen? Cause that's, did that, that's the question we get all the time: of like, if I had a job that would allow me to do this, I would do it right now. Right. Okay. So, nope.
2: like, what can I do in order for me to do this? Um, um, another one is like, your kids or um, your, kids uh, are your kids social other people. Um, how
0: do you do? You meet other people. Yeah.
2: Like, do you? How do you connect with other families and stuff? There's actually a really great group community. on Facebook called Full Time Families that anyone can join and ask any questions. And it's all about full-time families, you know, um, coming together and connecting. Up and um, another one is I have actually gotten this one a lot often is how do you decide where you want to go? Which is such a, like a funny question, but it's like, yeah, you're right. So, so basically like for us,
0: I'm the planner. <laughs> I like to plan stuff out. Brit's the free spirit. So like this, this, this after this winter we plan on doing american history because we weren't able to do it this year yeah so we want to do all the east Coast and do that and then probably come back down to florida during the winter
2: yeah usually we have like some events or maybe some like things that we want to see during the year we basically just like plan things like places to go around where those are at so we're like okay if we have an event in utah well, why what don't we, we do, do Yellowstone there? and Arizona and all of that around it until we have to That's go it. there? Kind of a yeah. thing. Um, but honestly, it changes so much. Like, we could have the next three months completely planned out and all scheduled, and then something, something will come up and be like, Well, what if we did this instead? <laughs>
0: and then we'll end up yeah.
2: completely changing it. So, um, so a big question
0: a lot the a lot of questions big too is like the community because some people when you you that's why a lot of people like to stay in the, well i mean what was comfortable for us when we had a house is we had a community around us and we've been really blessed with a community that we pretty much traveled with with the last yeah f- during the pandemic to be honest once we left yeah, we kind of just traveled together it was three families now it's five families that now we're all just kind of Traveling together over the next couple months, and it's just been that's been amazing, especially it's like our the, it's
2: like a traveling neighborhood. Yeah. Another thing that people ask us is if we ever get sick of each other, and so I will give some some wisdom and advice. The first six months is gonna suck. You're gonna <laughs> like want to punch your spouse in the face <laughs> because you're just like I don't want to see your face this much. I'm not used to yeah. seeing your face this. Much. I'm not used to like living in this tiny area. Um, but I will tell you that it has been so nice having the cyclone because like in the mallard, we had a a smaller bedroom and then the kids were all in like the big area. So we didn't really have this this, like separation from each other. Well, with this, it like honestly is a little
0: two bedroom condo. Uh,
2: yeah. Two bedroom condo on wheels. Basically like we call it a, a New York apartment on wheels. Because it's almost 500 square foot with the Moride patio um, tent on the deck. And so it's so much more comfortable now. We're like, okay, if I'm sick of Brent, I can go in my room and do whatever. And then we can keep the kids back there. Or if we're sick of the kids, we just shut the door and they stay back there. So it's kind of like people struggle with that. They're like, I love my family, but I don't want to be around them that much. Like, is there separation? And so if that is you, I would encourage you to kind of go bigger Um, as opposed to, like, one of the tiny ones uh, because then you can have that separation from each other. Um, But honestly, we've just, like, learned to to be with each other all the time. So it's like the first six months was, like, a learning curve for all of us.
0: And Um, I was already at home working, too, so I was already at home working. Yeah. So we kind of already had that. But it is definitely a transition of going from, you know, you have your office in the house, mm-hmm. you have your bedroom, and you have all this space to spread out. But again, I mean, we as a family now are a lot closer.
2: Yeah, and we, we utilize ever. the outdoors a lot more. So yeah. we're constantly exploring outside instead of like I feel like a lot of people when they're at their homes, they just kind of get stuck of just like being inside as and, and this lifestyle allows us like we're in a new area. Let's go explore this mountain or this beach or go this hike cow. this or this museum. And so it allows for us to really explore our surroundings um, as opposed to, you know, being just in one area.
1: If that yeah, and, and so, and I want to go back to, because I think the biggest thing, you know, Brent and Brittany, and I'm sure you guys would agree, is just, it's such an unknown or it hasn't been so common. That's why there's so much, can we afford it, right? But full disclosure, I feel like, because I've been talking to some other people, they said, honestly, if you look at, you know, you own a house and the maintenance costs and all that, and the commute and the fuel and all that. You, you can you can be you know remote living in an RV for about three thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah. Is that a fair number?
0: Yeah, I mean for our lifestyle where we like to go do stuff.
1: Yeah, we we spend, spend a lot more, more. than that.
2: But um,
0: yes, that is like if for like especially if you're not moving a lot. Like that's what we try to tell people because different parts of the country fuel costs is a lot. It varies big time sure.
2: if you're moving like every two three days or even every week that is gonna add up a lot but if you're you know because we like to be in an area for like two to three weeks that way we're like we actually can experience the town and that kind of a thing so your fuel costs aren't as much but um, but yeah I would say that that's pretty yeah fair. that's pretty fair um our family our, our, our food costs are a lot, like it didn't go down. Um, <laughs> when we left, we spend a lot on food. Um, Correct. and so, but so, there's you can, a lot of mouths, there's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. But, um, but I would say that's pretty fair. You can, you can definitely save money doing this lifestyle, but I will say you also can spend a lot of money doing this lifestyle because if you plan on doing all of the things in the area that adds up, then it's going to cost you more. So it just kind of whenever people ask me, they're like, what are your tips of getting started? It really depends on you and like what right you want now. out of it. Some people just want to like out into the great outdoors and go hiking and go to the beach and do all the free things and just like be entrenched in, in nature. But then other people are like, well, I want to go do stuff that's in the area that costs money. And so obviously that's going to cost more. So you kind of have to decide that, um, before you you know go of what you really want to get out of um, this lifestyle,
1: you know, and the other the other thing that again is just not common knowledge. So I think the more repetition as people hear from more and more families like you guys, is uh you know the time you know one of the things that i said like when i came here i'm big on defining persona so i would say i'm like brent i like to plan i like to have open transparency and communication to say you know what a travel trailer is not for everybody a fifth wheel is not for everybody a toy hauler is not for everybody and you had just hit on it you know if you're a if you're a couple that literally wants to like hit every city and you're on the move every two to three days i would say don't get a a towable you know, to me, Absolutely. that's more of a motorhome style. But if you're somebody that says, Hey, Absolutely. we want to go to a place two to three weeks and then go to the next spot two to three weeks, well, then that makes more sense because I've always been told that these have more storage and room than a motor coach. And it just, it's more designed for, I would say, long term staying at a destination. Um, so once we clear that out, then there's that bell curve back that's to yeah. where, you know, Brittany, you want to, you know, have a bear attack Brent and, Brent wants to go for a run and not look back, you know, in those moments of your first six months, people are all, just so much anxiety. And this is no disclo- or This is no fluff. You're going to have problems. There's a lot of maintenance that comes from every single brand you buy us included. It doesn't matter. So that being said, and that applies also to costs. Sometimes you're going to have replacement costs that add up when it comes to the time. Your first six months, it's gonna probably take you 20 times longer to set up for camp than it does now. So for everybody listening, you guys have a huge you guys have a huge toy hauler. What how long now does it take for you to set up versus when you first started in just the travel trailer? So when
0: we first set up the travel trailer. It would literally take us hours. Yeah,
2: like a few hours to because, get set up and stable and oh all my. set up inside. Just
0: to get it level, we're talking thirty minutes. It depending on where we're at, could even be longer. Yeah, oh, wow. it could be even longer because you're saying, "Oh, we got to put so much of this under the tire." Well, then we can't do that because it, now we can literally we can be
2: packed up and ready to go within forty five minutes. And then taking taking everything down and hooking up to the truck. Um, as far as like setup, it's the same thing. It, it it honestly depends on like, so like this summer we did a lot of like upper Michigan where we were moving every two to three days. So we just like kept everything down and we kind of lived within it. And it was even, it was even faster than that 15 minutes where we could just like hides in, um, and go. And so, um, so yeah, we definitely have it down to an art. There's definitely a learning curve at first, uh, but it makes it easier. We didn't have auto level with the Mallard. Now we have auto level. So you just hit a button. Um, you know, it just is a little bit different. But yeah, we can be we can be in and out at max 45 minutes setting up. And that's like down.
0: cleaning up really well, putting stuff like yeah strategically away. But if we,
2: yeah, that's actually, that's a really great question because I remember now I get that question all the time because people look at what we've renovated in here and they're like, you must be stationary. And I'm like, no, we're not. We take everything down. Everyone has their, their little job. And um, it's really fast now that we have uh, the system down.
1: And it sounds to me that, and I feel comfortable saying this, that so far, you guys have zero regrets on doing this with your family.
0: I have, that's like our biggest thing with, with this lifestyle. We, I mean, before we did it too, we did to ask, talk to our kids about it and just be transparent with them. Like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. But I mean, it's amazing.
2: Yeah. So, so I, so for those just starting and, and just like us being almost going into this three years and talking to other families, the first six months to a year.
0: Give yourself so much just grace. Just give
2: yourself so much grace because people are like, oh, my life is going to be so much easier. I don't have to take care of my house. All this <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: kind of like, like that might, that's out. a stress, but you kind of like, you, you, set the wrong you kind of like move into like a different type of stress. Like it's not as stressful, but it's just like a different type where you're like, I don't know where to go and I don't know who to meet and I'm setting this up now. So it's like, it's that, first year was really
0: well and especially if a linker for us if you've never towed anything before yeah like not towing
2: anything for me
0: i had never towed anything before we picked up our first trailer in los angeles and he drew, and it, drove and i drove through
2: la traffic to first time, to time i Disneyland. ever towed,
0: <laughs> first time i ever towed anything driving through la tranaheim and i mean i was my shirt was soaked with sweat oh, I when know. i was yeah. driving through that so I so mean, yeah
2: just that that first year yourself so much grace and understand that like you'll get the hang of it um but i have no i love this lifestyle i like wake up so grateful that like inside remains the same and then our outside changes whenever we want to like we don't like a neighbor we, we wake up and move to a different area like so much so much of a simpler life and i feel like sometimes you need like a reset, reset. Yeah. With just like you're you're you working your nine to five job and you're just like so stressed out and doing all those things and sometimes you just need to be like I can't handle that many responsibilities anymore I just need to like reset my life for a little bit and and, and start over and, and so, that's what
0: we used to do with our vacations we would take you know two three week vacation yeah and we'd go do that and then but now
2: it's like a permanent vacation like, you got I you mean, gotta have to you 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 definitely have, need to have some self discipline. When you're you're working your job and stuff, because like especially when you're with friends and stuff, everyone like grabs their coffee and you all go outside in the morning and you all just like talk to each other and then before you know it, it's three o'clock in the afternoon and you've been talking all day long and yeah. um, that kind of thing. But but yeah, no regrets. We love it.
1: Yeah. So you know, and you guys just you made a good point. It's a good transition that I want to kind of get into, which is the other reality of you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And in addition to you guys living together 24-7, except when Brent goes and wrestles bears, uh, you guys are also working together. And, you know, I want to take a little bit of time to just promote and give you guys credit because you guys both, uh, you're running a successful essential oils business, but also, you know, the tens of thousands that are following you on social and and on your website at coffeegraceoils.com is, you know, you guys are becoming the... Um, I forget the name of the TV show, but it's like the couple that uh, down in uh, Texas that does all those remodels. You guys are becoming like the remodel. What's that? What'd you say?
2: Chip and Joanna. Fixer upper. Yeah. You guys are the Chip
1: and Joanna of the RV industry from what I can tell. So, you know, can you kind of talk about, you know, going back to again, just for us on the outside going. I still think they're crazy. Really nice. Glad they love Jesus, but I think they're crazy. Like, when, how do you guys manage then the schedule of the kids in homeschool, you know, their routine, your planning, being weathermen, watching the weather at all times? When do you guys, how do you guys got to kind of go about how did you have such a successful business in both the essential oil and then now this growing demand for uh, the remodel consulting you're doing?
2: Yeah. So we thankfully um, before we we launched, which is like the the term when you um, go full full time. Um, But before we launched, we had a very well established um, business with essential oils. And so honestly, um, one of the great things about our business is that. We just share genuinely about how we're, we're, we're using oils and um, the products and that kind of thing. So it's, it's one of those things where, like, I don't have to necessarily sit down and do all of these things. It's, it's like, throughout the day. Um, we usually, do do?
0: even when we had an office, we lose a lot of time work at night. We get yeah. a lot more work done at night. Yeah. Um, and that just, that just works for our family where we can get more. We're not, me and Britt are not morning people so we don't get up do not
2: come at before 10 do not
0: (laughs) well not that but but we're not morning people so we we will we do a lot better work at night and so that that's just our strength so we do a lot of work when the kids are down we can get a lot of work done um
2: and our kids do a becca this year and so it's um it's on it's very hands-on but also they have like a teacher that they hop online and watch teaches them. And so that kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off of Brent and I, um, because they're watching that. And then we just kind of have to help with book work and stuff. But, um, I will tell you if you want a structured lifestyle, this is not for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's no structure. There's there's
2: no structure. We just kind of go with the flow. Um, you have to, it's, and I, I think that you can't, some people thrive off of that and some people don't. You can have structure within that, but you have to be very, like, um, flexible. B- very flexible. And and on top of that, and so we just kind of do some some weeks we do a whole bunch of schoolwork, and then the next week we give the kids a few days off, and we just like explore or kind of do our thing, um, and then we'll catch up the next week or whatever. And then it's the same with the business stuff. And so, um, you know, with the, the design consulting thing we offer um two uh zoom calls just 30 minute zoom calls kind of go over like what you're thinking in your because sometimes people are like i don't even know where to go or where what from here or like what's even put together like what colors and stuff to put together and so we kind of just break that down for them and so we do a zoom call basically like this and then you get a sheet of um like all the links that you need to purchase and then we go over um Mm -hmm. exactly how to do the design again and so Thankfully, all we need is good internet. Most of the time, we have, it. we have good internet. Sometimes, we do not. Like
0: right now, we're extremely, I don't know how it's working. I don't right know now. how it's
2: working right now <laughs> uh, because where we're at right now is not Very good internet. Um, but, yeah, we just kind of make it work. Uh, a, a lot of people ask us um, the whole internet question, too. Um, and we haven't really found anything that works perfectly to give you great internet all over the country unfortunately i wish that there was a magical something but um but yeah we just kind of make it work
1: so and and i just want to so make sure in our yeah so i just want to you know Sorry, for everybody- that's right. So for everybody listening and watching, if you want more information on essential oils um, or you want to connect with two awesome people uh, that are here uh, before me, Brent and Brittany, uh, and to learn more information about their uh, remodel consultation to help you guys out on your life's journey, uh, you can go to coffeegraceoils.com, correct?
2: hmm Yeah.
1: And they can also find you on social media. Probably Instagram is the best way to reach you. Yeah. Yep.
2: Instagram's the best way. Yep.
1: And that's oils and grace tribe. Yep.
2: Yep.
1: Two for two. Thank you. All right. And the way I like to end this is we've introduced all the listeners in the audience to your life's journey, where it started to where you're at today. So this is kind of, for me, I always get excited. We're going to talk about where's 2021 for the pro Has. So I guess before I ask, as of today, each of you, and you can't have the same answer. You cannot love each other that much and be that close where you guys are going to say the same thing. So I want to ask the bear wrestler, Brent. So far in all of your travels, your favorite place of all time as of today is where? I love, I love Tennessee.
0: Oh,
2: you took mine. I <laughs> love no Tennessee way, the
0: culture. The- People, like, it was just, we've been, so we, in the th- almost three years we've traveled, we've actually went twice, two separate years. We we just keep coming back. Like, we were in the, we were able to spend um, the fall this year in the Smokies, and it was absolutely stunning. Like, there, it was just, it looked, it looked like a Thomas Kincaid painting. Like, it literally, I have, we haven't been to Maine yet, so I don't know what Maine looks like, but. Uh, Tennessee was just amazing. You like live music? That's everywhere. like it hit every check. I love music. I love the outdoors. Like the people were amazing. It just it hit literally every mark. And I mean, and being from the Pacific Northwest, it has mountains, and you're on these. Yeah. So it was it was if you miss the mountains, you got the mountains. So um, I got to experience some really cool things there with going in like a biplane stuff like that. But it was
1: just. Amazing.
2: All right, I'm going to say- no, Hold on, so Brittany, um,
1: you cannot Indiana. say Tennessee. You cannot say oh. Tennessee. So if you don't count I that, can. Brittany, where would be your favorite place as of today?
2: Honestly, Indiana surprised me a lot. Yeah. Like I didn't expect the the terrain and the weather to be like that. The people were awesome. Um, So we stayed right next to South Bend, uh, or in South Bend, right next to Notre Dame. And um, I actually, during, like, all of, like, COVID, um, when it first popped off and stuff, and I actually really, really enjoyed um, Indiana, surprisingly enough. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that they had, like, farms and, like, the beautiful meadows and all this stuff all around it, so... I'll say indiana since i can't say
0: Tennessee. Yeah, i
2: was gonna say i thought you would say upper peninsula you well that was that was pretty too
1: yeah oh, I we just spend a ton of, yeah yeah we, we spent two weeks yeah two points for the midwest <laughs> um <laughs> all right so as we look at 2021 and i'm not going to ask Brittany because she's a free spirit so brent the planner um yeah. what does, what do you guys what places or destinations are you guys looking forward to in 2021
0: I wanted we want to do Niagara. We have we were we haven't done Niagara. We want to do. um, It's all up in the air now. We we want to. I want to do Nova Scotia. I want to go up into Nova Scotia. Um, Do Maine. Kind of do go. We're gonna go back up Tennessee and then kind of do the loop around back down to like Florida. So do your Maine, New York, New Jersey, DC, Virginia um, West Carolinas. Virginia, Carolina's, and then, um, winter yeah. in the winter, it's kind of up in the air cause we really love Southern California, like the San Diego area, but it just depends on what's going on with everything.
1: Sure. But
0: if we, if we do go West, we'll probably hang out in Moab for, uh, Moab probably for a month and then we'll, Shoot down into Southern California. We will be
2: in uh, Indiana. Indiana for the Heartland Rally in June. So
0: okay. We will be in Indiana. That again. will be. So that's kind of how our plan is. That's why I was saying we'll go kinda on the back side and go up through that way into Maine, and then we'll shoot back down on the coast side because we'll be in Indiana mid-June, and then we'll go that way.
1: Brittany, did you notice how he tried to slip tennessee in for a third time i heard it i
0: mean we'll probably probably drop back into the smokies the Pigeon Forge area real quick and then we'll make our way down
1: awesome well listen if you have to all all of our (laughs) listeners if you want to follow this amazing family oils and grace tribe on instagram uh learn more about their business and their lifestyle um they wear their hearts on their sleeve amazing people coffeegraceoils.com. Brent and Brittany, thank you so much for taking time to share your life's journeys on the Where's Willie Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Where's Willie Show. For more information on future shows, please visit Where's Willie or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Where's Willie Podcast and on Twitter at Where's Willie Pod. Thank you all so much.